Welcome back to the Masters of Recon podcast, your top automotive refinishing podcast with your hosts, Corey Kleinfeld and Ryan Brewer. Enjoy the show, everyone. Welcome back to the Masters of Recon podcast. Today, we have a special guest from Rochester, New York. His name is Dan Rikiki, also known as the Dent Guy. Uh, decided a year and a half ago to venture his way into the Restore FX world as well. Um, welcome to the show, Dan. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks, Corey. Hey, Ryan. Well, how you doing? Good. So I've known Dan for several years in the PDR twenty group. Um, as you know, as the Dent Guy, coined, trademarked, has the URL right. Not just any Dent Guy, the Dent Guy. Right. Um, I know you got all Not, that, all the yeah. all the stuff locked down on that as far as websites and everything, but. Um, yeah. Tell us how you got into dents, and then we'll get into restore effects. Said uh, dents, man, that's a whole story in itself. But uh, I was a uh, a body tech of uh, twenty years. The short story: body tech of twenty years, and uh, had a stroke. Was out of work for two and a half years. Came back, and you know, I was just tired of working in the body shop and all that. I always thought paintless dent repair was uh, fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. obviously being a 10 knocker you know and uh, i always thought hey if i can learn this i can uh i can finish these bigger dents that i'm roughing out for uh body filler with yeah. uh paintless stunt repair obviously with a, a lot of training and uh practice but yeah, um, sure. but yeah we've been doing that going on uh 13 years now so so yeah i think we talked about i think i interviewed you on the pr coach podcast probably three years ago now a while ago before, yeah. I, before i trained it uh, before i turned it into the master recon but um that's honestly a crazy story of just like the resilience of having a stroke um and being out for multiple years obviously on just disability essentially yeah yeah i was like, on trying disability to recover yeah um mm-hmm. and so you came back instead of going back to the body shop world you're like all right so the man out of work for two years anyways, I'm just going to start training on the PDR side. Is that kind of how the thought process went? Yeah, I, I went back to the body shop world and uh, I was basically managing the shop and not working in the shop as much. And right. uh, I started teaching myself PDR. And uh, I guess I'm just a glutton for punishment because I had it easy and then, uh, you know, just keep throwing logs on the fire. Yeah, I had it easy with with just running a, running a body shop, basically. I could have stayed home and done nothing the rest of my life, and uh, yeah. you know, but uh, but no, I went back to that and everything, and you know, same same as being a business owner, you're the face of the shop, you're the one that's getting screamed at. I'm like, well, if I'm going to do that, I might as well do it for myself. Hundred so, percent. Um, well, yeah, I mean, Ryan, you stepped away for a second, but he said he had stroke, came back on disability, but decided to come back, and just as a as a macro thought process on that, I mean. I, I personally appreciate that. And I think a lot of maybe previous generations would appreciate that, but man, someone hurts their pinky now and it's like, and they're oh, out yeah. for, for years or something. And you're dude, that's yeah. a stroke. I remember too, like when I met you several years ago, I don't think it didn't, you had a, like, you still had some signs of, or maybe I saw pictures or, or something. Yeah. No, this, yeah. I get bloodshot a lot because I had two okay. strabismus surgeries yeah. to stop like the lazy eye. Mm-hmm. And then That's I don't right. have my vi- I don't have my vision up in the upper left quadrant. So yeah, yeah, you don't need uh, that to fix dents. Apparently, it's all good. <laughs> but yeah, instead of, I'm, instead of I'm a little different out, anyway. I'm a yeah. lying guy, so 
Oh, yeah, no. Oh, no. But instead of just bowing out and saying, like, I had a stroke, I'm done working for life, come back, start, never, like, learn PDR, start a PDR business, add restore effects. The shop you're in now is legit shop. Like, you could grow, like, you have so much more room for growth into that and just not sitting around and being lazy. And there's just something to be said just for that alone. Someday so I'd love to be in to my office. Yeah. Yeah. My, my office down the hall, but yeah, is that one of you? Is that one of your reasons for opening up Restore Effects? Because you knew it was one of the ways to get you more income, to get you out of pushing as much. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I haven't been pushing that much lately. I, I do have a technician, and then I've got a sub that comes in and works for me as well. Um, but I'm still out in the shop doing that, and I, I mean, um, we'll talk about like. Uh, restore effects employees and stuff. I've been, I've been doing everything, you know, up front, I'm doing restore effects late at night to get it done. Cause nobody's there to do it. And, um, but yeah, it is a goal. Everybody was adding services and everything like that. And, um, I knew I wanted to get out of the shop that I was in. And, um, after two years of looking into this and everything and finally making a trip up, to uh ryan's place in uh canada i i'm like yeah this can work and then i kind of broke things down i'm like well for this i need this amount of square footage but it makes sense if if you're processing cars with restore effects and you're doing dent repair you basically split your rent in half and divide mm -hmm. it per two two different companies right you know um so the downside is you're trying to grow two different companies at the same time. <laughs> Lots of potentially yeah. overlap, you know, because you can sell you can sell PDR and restore effects or ceramic coating at yeah. the same time, which we've all done. But well, and I, I feel with like my dent companies been full retail forever. Like mm -hmm. I don't go out to the dealers or anything like that. Um, I have just started doing dealer accounts where they're bringing me stuff that their guys aren't doing. And I'm actually like kind of hooked up with like the recon side of it. And, you know, I've got them based off of, okay, well, it's 600 bucks a panel at your body shop. And I'm, I'm fixing a crushed fender and I'm giving mm -hmm. them 50% off of retail and they're happy with that. Yeah. So, which That's is a lot better than going to the lot and being like, well, your panel price is this. And it's like, just create your own industry. Right. Right. Like, I, don't, I don't even want to deal with it the stuff on the lot. I'm not going to come to your lot. I'm not walking the lot. You call me when you got something and we'll fix it for you. So nice. It's, it's working. It's a work in progress, but that was one of do my you, goals. Do you think restore effects was harder for you to start because you didn't have a dealership base? Um, well, I am. Yeah. I'm starting that dealership base all over again. Mm -hmm. I've been quite, quite busy with it on the retail side of it. Cause obviously I've got the pamphlets, I've got cards, you can see it playing in the background in the mm -hmm. waiting area. Um, and people are really interested, like the appearance of the shop and everything. We're like, Oh, what else do you do? Oh, well, let me show you, you know, and, and, and it sells very easily. Um, the reason, one of the reasons I brought on restore effects was to keep more damage here in the shop and you know, somebody comes in with that huge dent with a scrape on it. 
And even if they have to leave, we can restore effects the panel after the dent and it has a little bit of touch up on it. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of the 10, the car's got a chip somewhere else that needs a touch up on it too. Yeah. And, um, and the price point's not ridiculous. So we're still, we're still under like the body shop painting the whole side of the car to make it, uh, the repair good. Yeah. Um, so it's just trying to be a chameleon, right? Trying to, fit your services into every little circumstance and uh, give the customer what they're looking for. Cause in the end, they don't want to paint the whole side of their car either. You well, know? It's funny with restore effects, customers are never really looking forward for it. Right. They, they yep. find out about it from us, which is like always the struggle. We always talk about it. It's trying to get the general population to know about paintless dent repair. And then we just yep. like threw this whole other yeah. beast on. You know, we always yes. talk about it in all the podcasts. It's like, you know, it's a, it's like you're doing it all over again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's, that's pretty stressful. I mean, uh, it's definitely stressful on, on me for sure. It was hard, uh, but we had mm-hmm. a large wholesale base. So it kind of worked for us to keep the shop busy, but it's still a struggle yeah. trying to get the retail base. It's easy mm-hmm. when somebody comes in for a dent, right? Cause we can physically yes. ship. It's like that thing you have to see to believe it. Right. Yep. Yep. So if you have the customer in the shop with a dent or any other service, it's easy to sell. But yes. to get a customer from nothing that knows nothing about it, it's very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. like during the summer when I've got multiple cars sitting around in different stages and stuff like that, they're they're just, oh my God, I can't believe it. Like, mm-hmm. And it may not be that, like I've had people come in and we did something in one vehicle and they're like, I've got a Corvette at home that would be great for this. All right, bring it over. Let's see it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, um, even the Porsche Club, I uh, did a demo for them when they're here, the Niagara region Porsche club. And it was funny cause I was out at SEMA and, uh, the PCA, uh, a couple guys came over from that and they were talking to Nadia. And then I, after Nadia was done, I jumped over and I'm like, Hey, I advertise in flat out for our region. He goes, Oh my God, that's awesome. You know, we, we need more of you guys across the country for our cars, you know? for their track cars that are getting all tore up and rock chips and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, cause we've got Watkins Glen here and like everybody takes their car down there and track has track days and stuff like that. And they're tearing their car up and, and, uh, so no, it's, it's good. Um, as far as getting out there is with retail, I actually took some time over break and I started going into my website for restore effects and just pulling information from it and making posts and putting it in my social monials account Mm -hmm. and then linking it back to the website as well. Like as simple as, Hey, does restore effects repaint cars and then copy Mm -hmm. some, some of the verbiage and put it there, but then put a link back to that page to just kind of start Mm -hmm. cycling stuff out there, you know, because you should try, you should try AI. I tried it the other day for restore effects and I was, I'm trying to write some policies and procedures for my company, um, mm-hmm. for my employees, right. For the guys that work for us. And I was like, I was sitting here trying to figure out, you know, what's the job duties of a lead technician. And I'm like, I know this physically, but putting it on paper was hard for me. How do right? I put it in words? Right. I literally mm-hmm. asked the AI and I didn't, I was like, there's no way to going to know what it is. Right. Dude, this AI spit out every job duty, uh, restore effects lead technician was supposed to do. And I, I have no idea where they got it from. It's on the internet somewhere. Well, the they chat found GPT. It. Yeah. Chat GPT, yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah. It chat is GPT ridiculous. is basically, is basically, 
an advanced search engine where it's searching everything um on the internet and then coming right. up with the verbiage for it yeah so it's not it's not it's not quite I, in my opinion it's not quite ai yet and like that because they're just basically like that's kind of what google's been doing for like really long time is just like searching mm -hmm. the internet and like giving you the best answer and now they're just now it's just writing it for you which is cool uh for mm -hmm. sure and i've used chat gpt to make blog posts and all kinds yeah, of stuff copyright like it's great for that yeah when it starts creating its own things that'll be that'll be interesting <laughs> as for now i mean i right. put, put i put blog posts about it dan's put blog posts about it every other restore restorefx.com anybody across the world who's put a blog post about it it'll pull from that and make a make a friggin article for you or procedure for yeah. it. it's pretty well pretty well yeah. you can you can actually put to um like check out uh that pro sacramento website and write article on blah 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 and it'll just go and oh, you can website get you can and everything specifically and oh interesting See, I but you, i believe that's the paid service you have to pay oh, for yeah. that one 20 whole dollars um, a month but, or 15 or something but then you can put a actual url in it and it'll go there you know wow. so yeah like say Corey had some sweet blog post on uh restore effects on uh, uh forerunner that was off-roading right you you could you know put that, that in and, and it would go and it would take his blog post and hopefully change it around but rewrite you another blog post and then you can replace restore effects sacramento with restore effects rochester like you can tell it to do all this and it just does it it's wow it's really crazy it, it's it above is. my pay grade I know. <laughs> um, but i was messing with it a little bit and it's it's pretty crazy yeah that's legit so what so what prompted you to start another business like restore effects just i mean a lot of the similar answers like people seeing it at mobile tech expo or whatever being like holy shit, this is crazy yeah. i need this is that is that part of it i well i had first heard about it in our 20 group yeah. um and then uh saw it actually went and saw it a couple times because i saw it in florida then i saw it in vegas and then uh finally i started talking with them and i ended up going up to toronto and it, being a body tech i was like no way does this freaking work know, right? Right? Yeah. You, you're, you, what <laughs> no it doesn't and then when i saw it work it was like duh like this is this is good stuff right here Mm -hmm. um so you know just like pdr is good stuff so now we alex has made it to the point where it's a good product now we've actually got to help bring it to the public mm -hmm. um and let them know about it so they're here using it and everything more and more um even the dealers like some of the dealers just don't understand like um the fit of it like i just had a, a recon director over here yesterday that i'm working with and like their one guy keeps pulling me over and like the bumper's got paint missing off of it all over the place and it's scratched and i'm like no this is this is for your mobile paint guy you know <laughs> uh, it, it's just frustrating so i had him come over i'm like you see this right here this is what we fix we make this look like that without all the hours of polishing or you put some secret sauce on it and three weeks later it looks the same way that it did you know yeah that's, i think that's the, I think that's the most difficult thing 
to overcome is the, is that type of stuff, you know. With like, yeah, well, someone can make, yeah, someone will make it shiny for 150 bucks or whatever, you know. Right. Well, that's the hard the, part. The the snake oil stuff seems like it's becoming more prominent. Like I'm hearing it and seeing it mm -hmm. so much, and I'm like, I really hope. And I, man, at first I was all on those forums and the Facebooks and I'm like, you know, not to say bashing them, but I'm like, you know, what y'all are doing is going to ruin our industry, just yes. like our own, like the dent guys ruined its own industry, right? Like we had mm -hmm. the same type of people doing the same stuff and where I'm just like, what do we do to prevent that? And I really don't think that there's anything but to just make sure your local market knows what the difference is right that's our job as individual business I'm, owners i mean just make it look like a significantly more legitimate business like with right, the shop right. environment with the with the the beauty of it with the time it takes with all that right. stuff you're not just going to a lot and applying it just make the difference so stark that yep. it's not even well the same and thing. that was that was you a know? big thing with him because he saw one that was ready to be coded right he saw it all prepped and he's like oh my god you you do all this before you do this it's like well yeah like mm -hmm. we want to get everything off of the clear coat before we're putting things on top of it right. we're not just putting some you know wd-40 and kerosene in a in a bottle and wiping it on the car and hoping for the best right. you know yeah for right. sure and mm -hmm. and i i think it like clicked with him like wow for what you're charging to do this like you do all this for this i'm like well, yeah. yeah it's based and then you're on it to your customer so like your let's get some cars here <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right yeah yeah i'm not cashing out on this he's like well how do you make money doing this i go volume <laughs> you know, being a dealer guaranteed volume you know um and you know with that throughput and then you know obviously you make more on a retail vehicle but you know you're you're going a little bit above and beyond on something like that as well so it's pretty cool that you went backwards like everybody else comes in and we all go for wholesale first and then you kind of did that uh, total opposite mm -hmm. right the uh, first car necessity I... <laughs> or, or is that was that the plan all along i don't know i'm just curious um my biggest problem is like we always talk about having time to go out there and get the dealers again because i had no dealers mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. i had one that um i worked with a little bit but i came back and i did all the you know the family vehicles and the hey let me show you something kind of vehicle and i did like um i don't even know if i did a couple of the one dealer that i'm doing vehicles before my my first one that i coded by myself was a 911 black you know and it's like okay you know i mean i've been coding all the other ones but as far as my first like full-blown retail job was that and i'm like just like dent repair i'm like well you're gonna figure it out and you're gonna make it happen because that go. rent check's coming at the end of the month you know and uh guy freaking loved it so but again the best part about restore effects is if you don't like it strip it right you don't like it strip it and redo it like yep. that's the best part about it and that's why i don't really mm -hmm. put up with the the quality issue it's like dude do it 20 like, times if you have to right i don't give a yeah, shit right Just take it off yeah. yeah right yeah exactly yeah there's no yeah. reason for uh drag marks or you know dry line you can't correct it you're gonna 
buff it right off the car. So right. just wipe it off and redo it, you know? I think for the um, people that are considering opening up a store, and I know, or a, a license of RestoreFX, and I know several people have on this podcast. Um, I don't think that's something that's talked about that much. Um, I was never a body guy, but obviously I've been around body shops. Once you spray the paint or spray the clear, like you, you wait, see what it looks like the next day. And then if it's bad, you got to do it all over again. But right. the, one of the most unique things about RestoreFX is that, and see, we'll see if we can explain the technicality of it, but we're hand applying over our prep panels, right? And you have a, somewhere up to about 30 minutes, realistically, mm-hmm. to take that clear coat back off the panel. So if you imagine, and maybe you guys can correct around the edges if you have a better thing to say, but like uh, clear coat's a porous surface. So we're laying the restore effects on top of the clear coat to begin with, right? We're applying it over. Mm-hmm. And then overnight, as it's curing, it's actually essentially seeping into the pores of the clear coat and then becoming the same clear coat. So before that happens, you can take it off and do it again, which I know sounds weird because you can't really do that with ceramic coating or spray clear or anything really that I know of. Or paintless tip repair. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, you crack the paint, you can't turn back to it. Um, And so that is a pretty fascinating and unique situation because there was like in the beginning, there were so many times we strip panels. I mean, geez, Mm -hmm. I'm sure we don't really, I mean, every once in a while we do it now, but usually it's because something ha- like something went wrong like i touched right. it <laughs> or something like yeah. with your sleeve or something you're like yep well that's like but, my first guy he would he would apply to a hood and he's like oh that'll buff out tomorrow i'm like no <laughs> that won't yeah yeah uh, like, eh. and he's he's applying with the three inches of the applicator going down the hood i'm like that's why you have these lines in your application yeah. process like mm-hmm. stop yeah. strip it do it over again you know yeah, and, for uh, sure keep doing the same thing over again and hoping for uh different results you know it's just insanity so how many so, cars a day are you doing with restore effects on average you don't, right? you don't even want to know it's not because the number is high um we're about a three-quarter a car a day shop if we have the work right now i'm starving yeah. as far as work coming through the shop everything does have snow on it yeah which makes it no we really haven't had any snow i thought we were Um, talking about the other day we we got a dusting but okay that was yeah yeah Mm. that was it um but yeah what what is hurting me i think is the whole wholesale end of it and Mm. i like i was telling Corey, stuff was smooth as glass all summer long Mm-hmm. We had a bunch of executive packages in here or just the car getting restore effects on it. And we had dealer work and this, that, and the other thing. And I'm slammed with dent repair and, you know, trying to run the front end. And I had mm-hmm. trying to find somebody for the front end is disgustingly horrible. Like you can pay him a mint and forget it. Yeah. Like she decided to go back to the medical field or whatever. So I'm doing that again. And it's like, I need to be able to leave to go sell this because nobody else can do it but me at this point, you know? And uh, I just, I didn't have that time. And uh, it kind of bit me in the butt. I was able to grow my business. Like the business grew over the year. Like we grew pretty good this year. Mm -hmm. Um, But coming into this with the weather that we have here at this time, it just... Mm right after thanksgiving it just took a dive so 
Yeah. So um, explain, explain what a uh, executive package is too, because you were doing a lot of those over summer. Yeah. So executive package is your restore effects, um, clear coat reset, mm -hmm. and then you get the ceramic coating put on it as well on the painted surfaces. Um, anything above and beyond that obviously would be added into the service. Sure. Yeah. But it's, you know, basically, all right, well, we ceramic coated it. You know, you, you've basically got like a 20 step paint correction now on your car <laughs> for a third of the price. Would you like to protect it now? And mm -hmm. usually it's like, well, yeah, that's a no brainer, you know? Right. Uh, so we install the ceramic on it and they love it. They get their, their uh, cards and their warranty and all that stuff, you know, their guarantee for quality and all that. And it's uh it's a big difference. And even ceramic, I, you know, I don't sell it as like some be all end all product either. Um, you know, I let them know if you want to come back for maintenances. Yeah. It's going to last even longer, but if, uh, if you don't, it'll still be on there. It's just not going to be as hydrophobic and everything. Yeah. And okay. You know, so my goal is to set up, like I just had a customer in here the other day is to set up like an email for everybody that we did everything for last year and let them know, Hey, if you would like, you can come in for your maintenance, you know? And that's how I sell it to them. I'm like, I'm not going to tell you it's a 15 year coding yeah, because sure. their coding isn't a 15 year coding. They're just selling you the maintenance that makes it seem like it lasts that long. Right. You know, so so what's out. what's the plan to get more cars in there then? Um, I hit I hit about twelve dealers in between uh, Christmas and New Year's mm -hmm. that week. Isn't the most ideal time, um, no. just because things are a little people crazy. Aren't, people aren't there usually. Well, believe it or not, um, <laughs> a lot of the sir, the sales managers and stuff were there. Um for the bigger places. My problem here is there are many, many franchises that are all owned by auto groups. So you've got like three major auto groups in the area and trying to get into those auto groups is ridiculous. One, one doesn't even want you walking their lot for anything. Like, do not walk a lot for dents. Don't walk a lot for restore effects. Um, one of the owners is pretty crazy about that. Obviously, they own all their own body shops. So, oh, well, you're taking money out of my pocket if you're using vendors. And it's like, you guys can't do this. Like, you'll you'll never be able to fill this void. So Right. You're taking money out of one pocket and putting it in the other. Yeah. And it's not it's it doesn't really work like that. If you're spending a thousand dollars on a car that you can do for four or five hundred, yeah. Right. You're making money. Nice. You're not losing it, right? Yeah, yeah. Well and and in the end cycle time, getting the car back mm -hmm. in the line to sell. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it looks good. Everything's in house, but if you got three weeks before it's back on the line, how many times could you have sold that car possibly? Yeah exactly what about like b lots do y'all have any type of b lots out there we do yep yeah i've got one? one that i'm i'm doing stuff for i've been trying like that week i went out to all the a lot kind of stuff to yeah. try to get that first um but i do i do have a b lot guy and 
you wouldn't believe some of like the dent repair and stuff that we're doing to it. Lots of touch up and then ceramic coating. And he basically said, Hey, if, if I don't like like the paint touch up and stuff on the one panel, I'll fix and paint that panel. And I know the rest of the car is good. Mm -hmm. Cool. Makes sense to me. Yeah. You know, I think I have PTSD because, from, because these from things are rough. <laughs> yeah. I think I do. Yeah, like I, 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 I don't literally, do any of them. You don't do it. I, I was driving. I there's. I moved my shop location, and like within a few miles, there's there's several of them. And I drive by. I'm like, I don't even know if I want to go in there, dude. And I know there's a lot of Restore FX guys that you that. I think even up in Bellingham, they're like Bellingham they're is big. On good yeah. majority of B lot. Yeah. And and to to designate, like I would say, A lot is basically um, a manufacturer dealership. You know, yeah, Ford, Kia, yeah. franchise dealership, whatever you want to call it. The B lots we're calling them are used car dealerships that are not branded, with individually a owned by yeah. one person, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which, and we used to do a lot of work for those people, but I don't know what it is about that. I, I was all I was my hoping... B lots, all my B lots took the demo and never called us again. I'm like, you motherfuckers. I could like, see that, that happening. Me off. Yeah. I could all, see every that. single one of them. I, like, I yeah. I fixed the one car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. and probably sold the piss out of it, made money, and oh like, yeah, they just can't put two and two together, just like your guy can't on the on a large scale. They just don't see where it fits into their portfolio, right? right? They have no idea, right. and it's like it's really our job to just like wholes. I mean, retail, it's our job to sell them on that, but we're just dink guys, right? You you gotta we're hold your hands, right? Yeah. Well, even even at some of these dealers, like I wasn't talking to the right person. Like, oh well we have our used car um facility right next door they're gonna deal with all that i go okay cool i'm gonna stop wasting your time with this but let me mm. tell you about how when your guys at the auction buying your used cars or you're taking a vehicle in trade you can build this price into your trade so it doesn't come out of your reconditioning funds you know you know say every car is a they figure 1500 bucks in reconditioning well when you're taking the trade just knock another three four six hundred dollars off for restore effects and then it's not tapping into the 1500 that you're going to have to use for brakes yeah, and tires like that, the, it's hard because you're changing the whole their whole like system oh thing. yeah that's the hard that's the hardest part so it, it is but you wouldn't believe the deer in the headlights kind of stuff that i got from them mm -hmm. because of the fact that I could have that conversation with them. Yeah. Do you have you know any dealerships? Do you have any dealerships that take like Jeep Wranglers and and we're a big truck? Like we we have big trucks and lifted trucks, right? They'll take a base model truck, they'll put lifts or they'll put like a leveling kit, put tires and rims on it, right? All the mm -hmm. that was like a big thing across the country where dealers were really prone to doing that. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. how I kind of sold restore effects. I was like, dude, you're you don't tell me you don't have the money because you're taking three thousand dollars and dumping it into a truck, right? Let yep. me do it for 500 bucks and you're going to get the same type of response from your customers as you're selling something that nobody else has. Right. right? Yeah. And that kind of hit the deer in the headlights for them where they're like, I can yeah. do the same thing on multiple cars instead of only building out two trucks. I could do this. Right. on my whole. I, we have one lot right now that literally has every single car on their lot restore fixed. That's what? awesome. Yeah. My, my dent yeah. guy called, called my manager and was like, Jared, uh every single car has a sticker on it at this parking lot and we didn't even realize it right it was pretty cool because the dealership manager loved it right yep 
Now they just need to move those cars so you can get some more. Right? Now it's like on me, right? I'm like, dude, y'all yeah. better start moving these cars because it yeah, yeah, you're the always yeah. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, it's looking bad. But, yeah. I've been thinking. So I've been reading a book from Alex Hormozzi. I've read a couple of his books. The newest ones, I think it's a hundred million, hundred million dollar offers, and it's a recurring theme in the book saying basically make make the offer so good that they feel silly saying no. It's like keeps coming. It's a Dan Kennedy thing, I believe originally. Yeah. Um, yeah and so, so I've been putting thought into that. Like how like how do I approach this thing? And I feel like it's already there, but I'm not positioning it right with the restore effects with the restore effects process like make it so good that they still feel silly saying no like if i need to i mean add touch up in there for free or if i need to add all the headlights in for free sometimes we do that like case by case basis but i want to be able to bring them like here's the seven things we're going to do to your car um for this much money and they're just going to be like right all of that you know i'm trying to figure out how how i do that are you are you talking wholesale or retail well, I guess it'd be two different conversations. It'd be two different well, packages. Wholesale, like theoretically the package, if you read it for a wholesale car, that's going to get you touch up and your lights and mm. then the restore effects all done at the same time. Um, it's not going to get you ceramic or the wind, you know, windshields done or trim done, mm -hmm. but um, it's, it's going to get that package done. Um, with, with retail, I do that a lot, especially with like a, a convertible, like, hey you know what i can refine the top your convertible top we're going to vacuum it we're going to clean it we're going to put refine on it so you have ceramic up there also oh my god really you can do that up there yep and we're not going to add anything to the bill meanwhile i'm yeah. building you to ceramic a whole car but um yeah ryan you know you, just did you know you just can little things uh dandies and refine is uh coating on the convertible tops or like the bronco soft tops refine as a spray on ceramic i had no idea well, you told me that i was like huh so mm -hmm. we use the fabric guard for that uh, as well from the numbers line and i have a, a manager we did it to his car we do it every year for him um just to take care of him but it lasts about a year he said man this thing's beating great so i said before it stops let's get it in again right. and it's a bronco um it's yeah. worked really well I got a Bronco coming in like a week or two. So it's the, you said the numbers, the numbers line, the fabric yeah. stuff. On yeah. numbers? It's, like, uh, it's like protect. I think uh, I'll have to get you the, the number of yeah. what it actually, but it's, it's I think it's, it says fabric guard on it, I think, um, but it's for carpet, Any, anything that's got some type of uh, fabric material, you can spray it on uh, beads mm -hmm. like really well. But you can also sell it to the customer, right? You know, it could yeah. be a, a maintenance thing for them or, or they can come back to you. Do any of you sell numbers line? I have it in my waiting room all, all over the place. <laughs> and pretty much every customer that gets a, um, a executive package, they're, they're going to ask you how, how do they maintain, you know, maintain it. it. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I'm using all this stuff. I buy McGuire's or whatever. And I'm like, look, if you want, just you can stop here at the shop whenever you want. And we have all the product here for you. And they actually like that better because it brings them back into our shop to be able to mm -hmm. resell other things. Obviously, sure. I have a lot more services that are going on because um, they'll come in and they want something else done or they got a door ding, right? Um, for us, we're trying to sell them tires and rims and everything else that goes along with it. But um, it's like dealerships and we sell that. I tried doing the Royal program, which might be something you should check into. Yeah, um, trying to do the Royal program for them yeah. and what the dealerships, there's certain words and Ryan K is really good at this because obviously he was a manager 
um, is these specific types of words that you mentioned to somebody in a dealership, like uh, customer retention, right? They love it. So if you're applying this stuff or you're selling it with, you know, the dealership has no liability after we apply, mm -hmm. we take all that, right, on the Royal program. But what they're going to get is customer retention to be able to sell them brake changes and oil changes and everything else, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what I try to implement in our local shop, uh, my brick and mortar shop is customer retention um, to get them back in and become regulars. I have people that come in and, and drink coffee and just hang out. I need to start selling like clothes. It seems like uh, apparel because every restore effects I go to, they have a rack with T-shirts and stuff hanging up on it. Mm -hmm. I, I always uh, wonder if it was just because, you know, the guys, the guys are going through clothes or something yeah, or, or, or what, you know. Yeah. You know, because I, I had somebody ask me the other day about one of these hats. I'm like, yeah, man, I, I mean, I guess so. You know, how, mu how much do you want to pay for it? Because it yeah. cost me 40, 40 bucks. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, yeah, but, um, it's small things like that. You know, like people who yeah. have you want people to have restore effects on that vehicle and be proud of it. Right. Like yes. they go into car shows or they're going to their friends and family mm -hmm. and then yeah. they'll they'll come back into your shop for just just for that, just to come in and buy a, a T-shirt or a sweatshirt um, to yeah. be able to represent. You know, they have something that most people don't have on that vehicle. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's just yeah. a whole nother part of branding the product, because if there were. Oh, what's that? Yeah. Right. Well, and, you know, then they're looking at, yeah. it and, you know, we've even. uh I've even done a couple of uh, ceramic jobs where lower lower level car or whatever, but people are interested and stuff. And I'm like, tell you what, I'll do like our maintenance wash on it. We'll do a little polishing if it needs it here or there, but and then we'll refine it and we'll have you out of here for 250 bucks because we all know what refine costs for a bottle, right? Yeah. right? Like that's a hell of a good car wash. You know what I mean? And yeah. um, just trying to offer products all the way across the board, opposed to them having to spend two grand on a ceramic coating job if they don't, if you're never going to sell it to them. Right. You know, or they, they might come back next year and be like, hey, you know what? I really like that stuff, but let's go with something that's going to last a little longer this time. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's like a drug dealer here. Just give them a little taste and <laughs> we'll, we'll come back for some more, you know? And, uh, but I, I found that with just my dent business is not everybody is a hundred percent retail customer. That's not what they're looking for. Listen, listen to what that customer wants and, uh, get the sale, you know, let, let them start using your product so they can figure out what it is. Right. Um, I know you've, uh, so I feel like I've been, I've hired very, very slowly, like over time. So I would say everybody except for two people that work for me and my family. So that, that helps pros and cons, but, um, I've hired very slowly yeah. over time and those people have stuck. And so I know you've had to hire a few technicians The one ended up going back to another job. One was flaky as hell, apparently. And then, so what, now that you've done, done, and that I still hire stuff. very slow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm like, I'm like a year. I'm like talking about it. Like the dank guy I hired, I was yeah. like over a year of talking about oh, it, wow. maybe come on board and like all the, like, here's what it would look like and all that type of stuff. And so mm -hmm. way too slow to grow a company quickly, obviously it's not the right, best way to do right. it, but, um, 
and they've stuck so far. I have not had anybody quit. And so I don't have a lot of experience on hiring people, um, to be honest, but you've had to hire a few people. So what now that you've done it a few times, what are you looking for? Like if you had to hire again tomorrow, what are you going to go out there and try to find? For a restore effects technician. For restore effects? Yeah, yeah, not PG. as as an installer. I mean, you have one guy, right? Um, Who's a prep and prep slash installer. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Everything. And then me. Yeah. Um, and you. Like my guy is but, like my guy does everything with restore effects. He preps. Okay. He installs. He drops and picks up yep. the cars. He goes and walks lots on Fridays mm -hmm. because we don't do a lot of cars on Fridays because then we have to come in on Saturday. Sometimes we do. Right. It just depends on our weekend schedule. Um, right. And so he's kind of doing all those things. So like I hired him for everything. Ideally, yeah. I hire a second helper and take some of that away from him. But but anyways, yes. yeah. So someone who does everything you're not going to do, I guess. Personality is going to be huge for me. Um, and then... I, I guess, you know, somebody that does have interest in vehicles, it's not, it's not just a job for them. Like they, they're, they're looking for something that they can find a sense of accomplishment. in. and I mean, if there's anything better than PDR, it's restore effects, right? Mm -hmm. Because you don't need tons and tons and tons of practice to, rem to do restore effects as you do to remove dents, but it, it's something that they can be taught the process and they can make that car look like a million bucks and feel good about it at the end of the day, mm -hmm. you know? And, um, also, you know, like I said, uh, car enthusiasts seem to be some of the better fits, you know, like you, you don't need to have a show car or anything like that, but you're just interested in it. You're interested in vehicles and, um, mm -hmm whether it's a highline car or a hot rod or, or whatever um just because you you kind of can appreciate like we all do when when you do a solid thing for someone with a vehicle yeah. you know making that person feel good about it also 100 percent. What, what do you think ryan as far as hiring i know you've hired certain people oh man i think it's i, the I, hardest really, I think i got question. really lucky but it's like I've definitely gone through quite a few of them, um, you know, in the four years I've had restore effects. But yeah. I really think that now, like, because we're we're kind of known around, um, you want people to buy into what the future is. Like, so, like, I mm -hmm. feel like whenever I, I'm interviewing somebody, I feel like I'm in, I'm trying to inspire them to know what our goals are and where we're trying to fit. Because you can see on their face whether they're interested in that or they're just going to come to work for a paycheck i have one guy that we just hired not long ago um but he's one of our dent technicians family so i kind of did him a favor by hiring him but i can tell off top that he's just no ambition to want to grow and i said you know i gave him everything I, I gave him all these inspirational speeches and texts throughout the day and he's just like look man uh i appreciate it but i'm just kind of I just want to come to work, clock in, clock out, and can I get paid for any extra time that I spend over here, right? And it's like, I, you're trying to find that person. It's You get really good at reading people the more you go through them. I'm not saying, mm -hmm. you know, if you own a resort effects or own a company to just mow through employees because it, it becomes costly and stressful mm -hmm. for sure. 
but just really mm -hmm. ask the right questions. Like ask, you know, what are your five-year goals? What's your one-year goal? And you can see on their face whether they're going to lie to you or not, what their goals are going to be. Um, mm -hmm. if, they're, if they're looking for a career, obviously that's somebody that you want to put into an installer tech uh, position, right? If they're just mm -hmm. like, hey, I want to come in and, and clock in. I'm trying to put myself through school or I'm saving money to go back to school. Um, that's going to be somebody that you want to hire as a porter or maybe just a helper for now, right? Mm -hmm. um, yep. It's hard to change people. I've realized that. I'm like, man, I feel like I can create this environment that's so great for people to come work in and, and you'd be an idiot not to come here and create a career out of it but dude people are the way they are and they're not going to change mm -hmm. so you really have to be able to read them some some of them will just take advantage of you too oh yeah you know yep. they're just along for the ride as long as they can ride it oh it's always you know? the first two weeks to a month it's like man you sometimes you're just like so impressed by somebody and then that month hits and it's like yep. who the fuck is this guy yeah like that's not who i hired right that and that two that two to three months mark right there it's like that's the be all end all like all right you're gonna stick around or no you're getting the boot yeah, you I mean, know that's why that's all the, the big companies do like a 90 day probation <laughs> yeah well i was about to say that a body oh, shop yeah. that i worked for back in the day they said it was uh, a 90 day grace period where i had to be a 1099 employee or uh, 1099 contractor and they wouldn't they wouldn't even give me a t-shirt that's had oh, the wow. company's logos on it right yeah. so they wow. made, i was like man i want to be a guy with a t-shirt that's got you know the collision center's <laughs> name on it so i worked yeah. my butt off you know that's just who i am in general but yep um that's what they did and it's kind of like as we grow you got to start running your small businesses like a fortune 500 company yeah. and those are the small things that they do right yep. mm -hmm. yeah 100 that's good advice yeah. i think there's a lot of good stuff in there i know i'm hiring my goal is to hire another technician um in about i would say march or april of this year for restore effects and so i'm already i've been looking for months already though i've talked to other vendors that are out there um doing stuff people that i know people that like i just like for me what i'm looking i'm just like now i'm looking for a person i'm like who is who's gonna hustle that's pretty I, that's the biggest thing like if i if i have somebody that at least has the desire to either make themselves proud or or make me proud either one whether right. they're going to show up for themselves or just show up because they don't want to let somebody else down at the yep. least and i can i can teach them things like i can coach them i can teach them what the world looks like i can teach them how that i can teach them to how to do restore effects um all that stuff mm -hmm. i think that's the wow. biggest that's probably the biggest thing for me that i'm looking at i will yeah, say me I, and my brother had a conversation the other day talking about we come from the service industry right mm -hmm. like we worked mm -hmm. in restaurants most of our life and um like we just know how to satisfy people and we we know that it, it's not just like it's not my job i'm not going to do it in a restaurant dude you're back there washing dishes you're sweeping the floor you're doing everybody's job because it's not just yours you're on commission based uh which is most of the automotive industry right um so it's like it's weird how now when I'm in public places and I get a good experience from somebody that works at another location or some other store, I'm always like, I try pulling a guy from the, uh, the Jiffy Lube five minute oil change. I was like, dude, you like, you like your job. He was like, man, this is actually my last day. I'm like going, I'm opening up my own company and doing all these things. I was like, yeah, you're like, I knew it. Like, I knew it. Yeah. Dude, Cause this guy I've been, I've always getting my old change. Right. And I'm like, you, I've had the best experience ever 
with you and I would hire you. I told him, I said, I'll hire you tomorrow. And he was like, mm -hmm. sorry, but yeah, you, you'll find them out there, dude. Yeah. I think, that's, I think that's where, I think that's where it is like looking, looking for that and then trying to bring them over. Um, that's kind of where, that's kind of where I'm at too. And I think as far as the front end manager, I, my, I, I think finding a body shop estimator, um, is the way to go on that. I've talked to several of them. I just don't, I don't, I don't really need that to fill that position right now because it's a combination of my office manager doing it and then me handling the insurance claims, but they're just expensive. I think they're just kind of, it'll pricey. be, well, it'll be easy to pull them from big body shop chains because yeah. they don't make a lot of money. It, yeah. The, the ones only out thing here that, that I asked, I'm like, fuck dude, I'm like, damn, I'm uh, well, doing bad. Yeah, they're not doing bad for sure, um, but they like the benefits. So, I mean, that's one yeah. thing for us in 2024 is to figure out how we can offer all of our guys benefits because um, you're going to get a whole other type of, you know, people in there working for consistent, you. If you consistent. Offer yeah. Worker, yeah. Well, people yeah. will be willing to work for less money knowing that they have benefits. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, and that's that's anywhere, right? Yeah, that's like Joe. We just got him health care. Um, through here and um it's actually a really good plan through my payroll company and everything like that but nice. i've had it i've had it here for other people too yeah. and uh you almost have to you know i don't do 401k or anything like when, when i can start putting money into my 401k you know right. I'll, I'll, <laughs> yeah because right. i've blown all mine with my, with my business right I, i've got no problem um with everybody benefiting um, mm -hmm. but the business has to grow some more before that yeah. can happen. But healthcare is huge. Um, you know, everybody that, uh, comes in, I give them two weeks vacation that accrues over the year that they're here. Um, so if they need vacation time, they can use it or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, just because I know I had to fight so hard for vacation time when I was a tech right. and I don't, I don't want them to have to do it, you know, and in my handbook, you know, you can roll. I think they can roll a week over otherwise they lose it you know like i'm not going to pay somebody for a month of vacation I, I did you make your own handbook or you paid somebody so my handbook was um it's part of my payroll company where i could go in there and put all my information in and everything and then it's got all of new york state's rules and regulations and everything that they have it's good to know um, yes you can do this no you can't do this you know and it, it was it was free you know what i mean yeah. it's it's part of my payroll company so cool it's good to know um, but yeah, yeah it was cool. it's it's really easy to do it's a living document so you can always go in and update it and change it however you see fit like i had some stuff i didn't like how it was and went back and changed it and yeah cool so and of course you give it to your guys and like, yeah, okay. You know, the, <laughs> right. But I mean, it's, it's, it's protecting you, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. You um, need that. We, we all need that. Yeah. I think the biggest thing for my guy that, and I think for that general, like the next generation that are all, you know, younger than us, younger than us and, um, flexibility, I think is the huge thing, which is fascinating to me. Um, but it's just the truth. Like I've always just worked, you know, pretty much eight or started at seven, eight or nine and ended at five, six or seven. I mean, that's pretty much how it worked. But like the guy that we have now, um, 
is the flexibility. I'm like, he's got to go get a hair. He got to get a haircut at this time or whatever. I'm like, I, I don't care what hours, what eight hours you work, <laughs> but you just got to work the eight hours. If you come in at 11 o'clock, if you have nothing on the calendar and you're doing wholesale, I don't care. And that's been, that's been pretty good for us. I mean, they're within reason, obviously he's not working a night shift where he comes in at four and leaves at midnight, but like, right. I'll let him come in at 11. If he's long as he's good, if he's going to do a car or two in that day, that's what we have. And he does them by seven, whatever. If, he, if that's what he wants, if he went out on new year's Eve till 4am, then any, <laughs> the next day was, was slow. Like I was cool with that. So I don't know if that's, I feel like maybe not a lot of, I've told that to other people and a lot of other like bosses are like, oh, you let him do that. And I'm like, I, I don't feel like I have to, but I feel like it's not no skin off my back necessarily. When you start to grow, that's when it becomes yeah. an issue, right? Because yeah. then you get then one like, person yeah. sees that that guy can do it. That's when it becomes that's like, and it, that that's what's going to be hard. Point. It's going to be point. really hard for you uh, to get another technician in there and have that guy work normal hours right unless he wants to be fucked yeah for sure that's true and it's like really hard to take your old technician yeah it's it's all hard right but that's what i'm saying is like if you take a small business if you want to grow any type of way you have to run like like a a fortune 500 500 company yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah good point killer but you just gotta have a good time doing it right like i know guys who own uh, this guy owns a, a, a dealership and this guy really appreciates his customers. Like he takes care of them on a personal side and he spends a lot of money to make sure that his, you know, people who work for him are happy, like new year's Eve parties and car shows and all these mm-hmm. things. And, and it's crazy. Like they really appreciate that stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Good point. Good stuff. Dude. When the, well, when the like funds are there, everything. it's all good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I feel like we covered everything on this one today. Hiring PDR, restore effects, yeah. growing, <laughs> everything, even the, even the numbers line, which we never get. Yeah. Even uh, yeah. uh, even that the as far as restore effects process application, being able to strip it. So, yeah. um, if you guys, yeah, if you guys ever have any questions about restore effects or about wanting to start one, or you know, we're we're not only here to just tell you that everything is perfect with restore effects. I feel like Ryan and I have done a pretty solid job over the last at least year, probably a little more than that. No, because mm-hmm. la- it was after last MTE, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So it's been no, about no. a year, two two MTEs oh. ago. Yeah, two MTEs ago. Yeah. So Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> two MTEs ago. Yeah. 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 So over the last couple of years of like giving you the real stuff, like the real part about restore effects. Um, and it is a real business to grow and it is a phenomenal company, um, and a phenomenal product. Uh, but yeah. it's not, you don't just sign up and win. No, right. You know? No, um, you're not, pu- you're not putting a sign on the building and everybody's just showing up. You're no. still starting a whole nother business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. yep. You have so. all backend support and everything that you could look up in your portal and all that stuff but Mm -hmm. in the end you still have to do it you know yeah mt is coming up in a few weeks so if you guys do want to talk to us or or me and corey or anybody really in a restore effects just message us and we'll uh we'll meet up with you somewhere and we'll we'll have a drink yeah let's do it i'll be there Mm -hmm. dan thanks for coming on thanks for being honest and telling us what what it's really about i i hope i wish you all the success 2024 and if you ever need Thanks. anything from us uh feel free to reach out to us and maybe we can nope. you know give you some give you something a little nugget that could potentially help or vice versa so oh yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Sounds good. And if you guys uh, want to follow more information, go join the Master Recon Facebook group. And that is it. We'll see you at MTE. Sounds good. Be at MTE. All right. All right. Till next time, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Masters of Recon podcast. If you're getting value from this podcast, then please subscribe to the show and give us a review so others can find our show as well. And if you haven't joined the discussion yet, then go find us over at Masters of Recon Facebook group to join the weekly discussion. See you all next time.